0: Hello guys, welcome back to Below the Surface. I'm your host, Kudokwanshem Shaker. It's really good to see you today. Um, I got something so exciting in store for you today. Today, we're just taking you back to the basics. Today, we're gonna talk about um, something that we've talked about a lot on this show, But haven't really talked about what it means, um, which is quite funny, actually, now thinking back to it. Um, So today we're going to talk about vulnerability. Um, The core of the work that we are doing right now, like I said in the last episode, is about celebrating vulnerability and creating space for vulnerability and celebrating freedom through vulnerability. Um, and so you just had, as you just had, I said vulnerability like three times, <laughs> creating spaces for vulnerability, celebrating vulnerability, freedom through vulnerability. But what exactly is vulnerability anyway? Um, so exact, that's exactly what I'm going to take on on this episode. And uh, we can walk on that journey together. And one of the questions that I'm hoping to answer is a question that I think a lot of people are asking right now. Do we want our men to be vulnerable? I actually titled uh, the first um, episode that we had out, which was just an intro of the work that we're doing. I titled it, "Do We Want Vulnerable Men?" I did that intentionally because I wanted to explore the idea of vulnerability as our first uh, episode coming out. Um, so I'm really excited to share this and 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 hopefully to explain it and make 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 it make sense to you. Um, I think one of our goals this year, like I said, is for us to make these things make sense. Um, I'm trying to make vulnerability make sense to you and I'm trying to show how we can live lives of vulnerability and how that allows us to get exactly what we want yeah around us and in our lives. Um, and also I'm trying to explore the idea of how do we create spaces for vulnerability for people and also lastly how do we find freedom through by doing this vulnerable acts by living through vulnerability. So yeah, to Without further ado, um, vulnerability is defined, um, and I like this definition. It's a definition by someone who has done a lot of research on vulnerability and done a lot of research on all the areas on vulnerability, like shame, um, um, like, you know, teams, like vulnerability in teams, vulnerability in the workplace. Um, her name is Brené Brown. I love her work. Um, if you haven't heard of her, I think you should definitely look her up, and you should also look up her talk about um, Uh, vulnerability and uh, applying vulnerability i think it's called the power of vulnerability um it's a ted talk that she made on vulnerability which is incredibly powerful Um, but she defines vulnerability as is as, 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 as exposure you know emotional exposure is a risk that we take when we present ourselves as our true selves out to people without knowing exactly the outcome of those situations um, and I loosely define that for me for myself and hopefully for this podcast in making make sense is that feeling that we feel when <laughs> when we do something that we have no no, no, no um, guarantee of how uh, how the outcome will look like. So when you apply for that job interview and go for that interview and you show up and you're trying to show yourself as worthy of a job, that feeling that you feel. Um, during the interview, that uncomfortableness in you expressing yourself and putting yourself out there in ways that may not lead to the outcome that you're looking for is that feeling that we feel when we ask someone out for a date for the first time, someone we are interested in who may not know if they're interested back in us. Is that feeling when we ask our partner for affection or ask our partner for anything um, that may lead to a discussion that it may not go in the way, in the best way that we think it would go? Um, so that is essentially vulnerability. Uh, but in terms of the work that we, we're doing, I, I like to define vulnerability as a lifestyle. Um, I like to define vulnerability as a way of life, um, as a way of how you approach your life and you approach problems in your life. Um, and I think of that as, as letting yourself be seen for who you truly are appearing to yourself or appearing to other people. And not I say to yourself, because it begins with an inner work first before you present yourself to other people. You have to be comfortable with who you are. You have to be comfortable with the thoughts that come in your head. You have to be comfortable with your skin, who you are, how you look, how you smell, how you approach problems. You have to be comfortable with that before you can present it to other people. And finding that true authentic core of who you are. And then presenting that, exactly that, to other people. That's exactly what I believe to be vulnerability, it's the lifestyle of consistently and constantly doing that and showing up as your true authentic self. Um, in the next couple of episodes, we'll talk about what is it, what does it actually mean to show up as your true authentic self, and we'll explore ideas on how do we actually do this. Um, that's going to be like an episode after the next one or the next one, I'm not quite sure, but we're definitely going to explore that idea, so don't worry. Um, but that's that's essentially how I see vulnerability, and that is exactly the the vulnerability that we talk about when we talk about vulnerability on this podcast. Um, and so, why vulnerability um, is one of the things that I want to address first, and I'm going to explore it in three different ways. Uh, the first way of like why vulnerability is 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 tied to our motto, which is. Finding freedom through vulnerability um, and so that's that's the first answer vulnerability leads to freedom um, So I'm going to explore that idea uh, Further, but I want to introduce the second idea which is you know vulnerability allows us for us to be um, To be in, in to, to find our true and authentic north our true and authentic self Uh, Which is an idea that I'll explore further in the next episode as well and give you clues and ideas on how you can actually live an authentic life. So that's the first, that's the second thing, which is authenticity. Um, And then the third thing, which is which i find also very important which actually i think is the most important of them all is love <laughs> we cannot i think we are created we're born to experience love in our lives it's, it's the one thing that we all seek It's the one thing that we all want is the reason we're alive is to experience this thing this mystical thing called love um and it's to live in community right like in everything that we do we're trying to live in community we are very social beings we cannot survive and live alone um, and one of those things that allows you to live effectively in a community of other people where you're asking for your needs and wants to be met. Uh, where your life becomes uh, a a I, I see life, honestly, as a beginning for our needs and wants in this world, world. We are essentially, if you have a partner, you're asking them to meet your needs and wants. If you have, if you have a job, you're asking them to meet your needs and wants. If you're at home with your friends, you're asking them to meet your needs and wants. So for you to effectively be able to meet your needs and wants, you need to be able to live a life of vulnerability. And I'll explore that. And one of the biggest needs that we have is love. And I i can argue that um without vulnerability we cannot experience love which is quite sad which is why we need vulnerability and i'll show you why it's important in this episode hopefully um so let's explore the first thing um that vulnerability leads to freedom i think it's tied to the second point so you may see me move back and forth between those two because they're very interrelated they worked closely with each other because it's the authenticity that allows for freedom Uh, but authenticity i believe stands alone as a core as a core value that you get from from vulnerability so in terms of freedom i i think of freedom as the ability um to be yourself um to show up in any space and not feel like you have to pretend that you have to put on a mask that you have to be somebody else that you can just be you um when when that appeared to me after my first lesson like i did a class in interpersonal dynamics when i was in college this was a very powerful class for me. It's the first class that um, I was. I saw my impact on other people. Uh, it was a class you sit around in a circle of twelve people, and they'll tell you, "Kurokwaše." When you say that, you you made me feel you made me feel bad. You made me feel sad. You 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 reminded me of this negative emotions that have, of things that have happened to me just because of something that I've said or something that I've done or how I acted. For the first time, I was made to see how I impact other people. And it gave me control and it gave me, wanting to, it gave me a reason to want to have control over how I show up in any given space. Because for the first time, I was able to sh- to like have a mirror on how I was impacting other people. And one of those things that came out for me is my need to have freedom, to be allowed to be who I truly am, was like even made more important in a situation in a scenario like that when for the first time I could see clearly who I was and I searched exactly for how to find that freedom and I couldn't find it anywhere else until I understood the whole idea of vulnerability. So vulnerability allows you to have freedom in a way that um, you can engage with people from the place of who you are and your experiences and the things that you've gone through um, without trying to build a picture that may be foreign to actually who you are. One of those things that I, you know, I talk talk about this story quite a lot is the fact that I'm I'm a software engineer from Zimbabwe. (laughs) I'm one of a few uh, and and, and the only one in my company, honestly. Um, I'm the only African person in in my company. And to think, like, in all the spaces that I've been in, it's been around people that are very different from me and that, when around a culture that is very different from the culture that I'm used to. People here dress a certain way, people here talk a certain way, and uh, I would be lying if I didn't say I felt very pushed and pulled to try and present myself in that way so that maybe people can see me for, for how I want them to see me as, as part of the group. But I realized the more that I tried to do that, is the more that that didn't feel authentic to who I was and that there was a push and a pull and a tag inside of me. It just didn't sit well with me and I just couldn't find happiness and freedom through it. And so with the moment that I chose to be myself, to show up, to dress in the way that's true to me, um, I remember when I started my first job, I would be the only one in the office who has, like, pants and a, and a belt and, like, dress shoes because that's how people dress back home if they're going to work. And I was the only one in the office dressed like that. But it, for the first time, people recognized that. They were like, wow, man, you dress very differently. And people started giving me kudos for it, and people started remembered me for it. Which was which then aided to my whole to the whole thing that I was trying to do in the first place of standing out in the workplace and doing something that was true to who I am and to be celebrated for truly who I was for the way that I show up in a space. This is just a general example and a simple example of clothing, but this example applies to everything that we do. It could be um, the, the 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 demographics we're from, how we grew up, how much money we have, how much money we don't have. Imagine being able to show up in any space that you're going to and not feel like you have to pretend that you have money when you don't to act like you to have to pretend that you know something when you don't and one of those things that I struggle with because I had a lot of imposter syndrome even in the industry because a lot of people don't look like me so I just felt like maybe I didn't belong and I would never ever be able to belong because of the way that I look but when I started asking questions, not from the place of, like, I need some, I have something to prove. When I started asking questions, like, look, I need help, I need more support. And of course, I needed more support given my background. I had never been exposed to computer science or to work with people that were so different from me in all the ways that you can think of. Of course, I needed more support. And in me reaching out and asking that, instead of hiding away, acting as if I knew what was going on, or act as if I wasn't struggling, I was able to find help and that help helped me actually do better my job and hence find freedom. So the freedom that comes from us being vulnerable comes in many dimensions. One of them is that the fact that we don't have to pretend anymore, that we know something, that we're good at something, that we're the best at something when we're struggling, uh, but it also comes in freedom that we we can just be ourselves, right? We can just find the joy of, like, us showing up in ways that are true to us and being celebrated for that. And that is something that, like, it's a gift that keeps on giving. That is the the reason why, over and over again, I keep on coming to the idea of vulnerability. Then now to the second point of authenticity, and I think it extends very well from the first point of, like, you be able to find freedom. So you find freedom in actually being your authentic self. And I will talk more on like why it's powerful to find your authentic self and how to actually find your authentic self in the next couple of episodes. But to just explore this from the surface, on a surface level, is the fact that like when we are vulnerable, we allow people to see us for who we truly are. We allow people to see us for what we are struggling with. And guess what? Be able to help us when we need help. Um, I think we have struggled a lot as men feeling, being able to find our authentic self because it's seen as weakness. In moments where we tell the community of people that we need help, that we need someone to talk to, that we're struggling mentally, that we're going through something. People look at us and they say, oh you should just be strong, Uh, you're weak, you know, like men don't cry. But those things, look what happens to us. If we don't cry, we end up breaking things when the emotions get high. We end up, you know, beating our partners or expressing that anger in other ways, at our coworkers, at the people around us. We end up trying drugs. We end up having addictions to different things because we're finding an other outlet outside the only outlet that really exists, which is vulnerability. So vulnerability then allows you to embrace that true, that true north. And if in any point you do need help, if at any point you do need anything in the world, you can be able to communicate that and also find freedom. Um, And I honestly, I, I really, those two things make me search vulnerability like nothing else. And if that is not enough, the third point that I search vulnerability for is because that's the only way to connect to people. One of my biggest values in life is being able to connect to people at a deeper level. Whenever I'm in any environment, one of the things that I'm doing that I'm constantly always doing is reaching out. Um, if I don't know you, I want to know your name. I want to know what you're about. I don't want to know where you're from. I don't want to know what you're doing in the space and what excites you. What are the things that you think about before you go to bed? That is one of the things that brings so much joy to me. It's one of the reasons that I started this podcast because I wanted to bring men together, man. I wanted to get to know men, like different men from my community, men outside of my community, men that are listening right now to understand what it is that's going on with them. And so we can create a vulnerable environment that's safe where we can get to know each other and get to learn from each each other. But we cannot do that without vulnerability. We cannot access that level of deeper, more meaningful relationships without vulnerability. Because what vulnerability creates is a safe space where you know that if you share yourself and someone receives you and someone hears you and your experience, then you're willing also to give them that space. And if we are in that space where we're open about our needs, our wants, the things that we're struggling, the things that we're going through, then we can be able to find common ground and be able to like know each other for essentially who we are, which is something, there's nothing more powerful than that. Um, in my own relationship, it's been something really powerful. One of the things that I shared with my girlfriend, as crazy as it sounds, was like, oh, dude, I've been struggling watching pornography. Like, It's literally one of the things that I opened up to her in our relationship, and she's got to know that I was very vulnerable. And I think for a lot of guys, you may be listening to this and be like, that was the craziest thing. Why would you ever do that? And that's the funny thing. When I did that, it opened up that pathway of safety between us. Like and she also knew that like she could tell me anything that she's also struggled with in her life. And she became my accountability partner. Like I'd be like, Babe, I just I watched something and um yeah, I, I need I need I need you to um keep me help help keep me accountable. Imagine how uncomfortable that is. The vulnerability that went through that, like my stomach would turn and churn before I say that. But it brought us closer. She could be able to see me for what I was struggling with and what I was going through, and she was able to help me. And now I can safely say it's not stuff that holds me back anymore. I don't watch that trash no more. To me, it's trash because of like. But I would have never been able to be here, and I would never have been able to connect with her to that deeper level if I hadn't shared that. And with her, our experience has also been able to share stuff that's really difficult with me because of that, and hence we have have a stronger connection. And have a strong appreciation for each other because of that. Um, my examples can go for a very long time. I have multiple examples of connection, but one of the things that I want to leave with you is, is something that uh, Brene Brown talks about when she, she talks about vulnerability and love and affection, which was very powerful and stands out to me, is the fact that when we, we are not vulnerable, we build up walls, right? We 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 do this to try and protect ourselves. We're like, oh, if I share myself, maybe someone will know that I'm struggling with this thing, they'll think I'm weak and whatever. But when we have that, she calls it armor. When we have that armor, when we're vulnerable and closed off, we're closed off though in all the other ways. So the same way that we cannot selectively block things in our emotional well-being. For example, if you block if you're blocking if you're blocking being vulnerable, you're also blocking joy. You cannot experience joy in moments that you're not being vulnerable. And she says, like, vulnerability is an experience, like, joy is, an, is, is a vulnerable experience, When we experience joy and happiness, we are vulnerable. We're opening up and sharing about what it is that we're going through. Have you ever met people that are happy and just like closed up in the corner that they can't even express themselves? They can't even let it go. They can't even like enjoy the moment. You need vulnerability to even have joy. But another powerful thing is that when we're closed off to people like that, then we cannot experience the deeper, more meaningful connections that come from us being vulnerable. We cannot experience anything else because we're closed off, because we have that armor, we have that wall. I think you have probably ran into people that are just so closed off. Like you, Even if you want to make a joke, you're probably not going to make a joke because you think they're going to fight you. So ex- imagine all the places that you're going to, and because you have those walls up, then you cannot really effectively experience the joys and and the the beauty that's surrounding you. So that is the three main reasons why I personally love the idea of vulnerability, and I personally have been living a life of vulnerability. I want to invite you for the first time for you to try this. Try experiencing a life of vulnerability. And some of the steps that I want to suggest is this week, find someone that you're comfortable with having a more deeper, meaningful conversation in your life. It could be your friend. It could be someone that you haven't reached out to in a minute, that you haven't talked to in a minute. It could be your mom. It could be your girlfriend. It could be a potential girlfriend and find something that you have been potentially struggling with for a while. Maybe it is class. Maybe it is school. Maybe it is something, an addiction that you have that you've never opened up to anybody about. And then share that with someone you trust and open up about that struggle. And tell them it's one of the things that you have struggled with and don't know how to, do, to deal with. And then let it that be the first experience of vulnerability for you at a high level. And see how that goes. Just see how that goes. Try that for a week. Reach out to one or two people and see how that transforms your life. One of the things that I'm going to be doing in these episodes is that at the end of each episode, I'll make a call of action. I'll ask you to be uncomfortable with me to be vulnerable with me, because this is a the channel and a podcast about vulnerability. If you're still uncomfortable with the idea of vulnerability, I'm hoping that in the next couple of episodes, it will be something that becomes a part of uh, the, your conversations with other people that eventually can become a part of your life. Because I trust me, I believe that this is the only way for us to experience freedom and to experience love and to experience connection and to experience our very and true authentic self and authentic north. With that, I'll leave you for this week. I will catch up again next week. Thank you for listening. Until next time, it's goodbye for now. Bye.